Hey guys, just want to give you a quick heads up. Uh, unfortunately, due to an audio error, we ended up losing the last two minutes of this podcast. Uh, all the conversation was pretty much done by that point, so you're not missing too much. We basically just talked about you know, how to find us on social media, all that various stuff. We'll put some links in the description. But unfortunately, this does just kind of cut off. Wanted to give you a quick heads up. Uh, hopefully you still get all the the podcasting and discussion that you like so much. Uh, anyway, thanks for still tuning in and hope you still enjoy. Thanks. everyone we're back we're podcasting once again so hello i'm zach i'm evelyn and i'm carlo and welcome to christine who's here now going to be recording with us a lot more often so huzzah welcome christine for i guess full time this can i welcome, guess yeah. welcome to the crew <laughs> welcome to Much the more frequent. <laughs> yeah welcome to the talking heads thank yeah. you thank you and We're now we are a four-person podcast yeah isn't it exciting <laughs> that was just my phone bottle dropping. down <laughs> oh, phone down phone down indeed all right so starting off what is everyone playing this fine fine evening or i guess in general in life but this fine evening is a nice way to start that it's more dramatic i have like a, a list <laughs> so you are like, always the person out of all of us always playing always has a list it's yeah true. i mean yeah. like that's that's just my life yeah that is my life. I'm well, give kidding. us a few. Give us a few. Well, no, no, I'll let you there guys go first. Yeah, there. there are some repeats. Both me and Christine have like, talked about this before the cast. Like, like, Fair I'll, enough. I'll, I'll do the one that I know you're not playing, which is oh. Night in the Woods, which I've been heartily enjoying. It just has a lovely story, and the art is beautiful. I'm only like halfway through. I've yeah. heard really good things about it. I, yeah. The thing is, like, when I saw her playing it, it was like, instantly like i didn't know what the game was but as soon as i saw it i was like oh i've seen this game mm -hmm. definitely before yeah like i think i was seeing reviews on steam that were literally like don't wait for a sale to buy this just straight up buy it at full cost it is that good uh and i've i haven't been proven wrong yet so <laughs> cool yeah, yeah it, it says it's like really nice like uh 2d art style what type of game is it um it's kind of like a horror mystery adventure okay. Though you don't really realize it's a horror mystery until a little bit later well, it's on. It's very thematic like, yeah, now like, that we're here like in looking, October. Yeah, right? like, so I need to finish it this month. <laughs> yeah. Watching her play, it was very kind of reminiscent of like, it's a very story-driven game. Like it's a lot more, not, I wouldn't like say it's like Gone Home, right? Which is very non-interactive and stuff. Yeah. This is you a definitely lot, make your choices. Yeah, there's here. a lot more choices. There's like different things, but it's it, it brings them out in like a very interesting way. Like without like any spoilers, there were like, there were like, from what I, from my perspective, so I guess it's like, kind of weird saying no spoilers even though i don't know the context mm -hmm. but like there was like lines that you would assume to be scripted in like a play but you still had player choice hmm. so it's like the respond. kind of thing where you have a little bit of control but without it being like 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 almost mass effect kind of thing where it would be like you pick a direction or well, no because it's like interesting because it's like you're kind of like like I correct mean, me if so i'm wrong like... you're like and from what I can tell, all the actions are ultimately still going to happen. Like, you're still going to be following the set type of things, but it's like yeah. all the interactions in that immediate time are kind of like a little bit more interacted with. Yeah, you kind of give out like a little bit more of the story. Like, it reminds me a lot of like uh, Pyre, right? Yeah. Which I've actually started. It's much more, I think, like my, that. I guess it's on my in list. In terms where, of the story. Um, where there are a lot of different choices that you can make. And while like the same overall arcing story is going to be generally the same, like you have some actual player agency and how that plays out and different actions you make will give you different parts of the story like you'll learn a little more about maybe this character if you respond this way you'll unlock a little bit more of the game if you respond this way which hmm. i think is a very interesting and it it makes someone like me super stressful because like <laughs> i don't want to miss out on content and yeah. i fucking hate that about me and I've, I've been trying to get better at it. Just but play like, the game 72 times. <laughs> yeah, welcome. That's welcome. the most easy solution, of course. <laughs> well, so I it's, mean, it's kind of Undertale-esque yeah. in that way, where it's like you, your choices sort of 
pick different branches of the yeah. story. Okay. Yeah, and like I, I don't fully know all of things. Some of the choices are like you have these two friends you like to hang out with, and you get to choose to hang out with one of them that evening, and they do different like actions depending on what you do that. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out if they just like reserve the other like hangout type thing for another time, or if you actually like have a unique one. Is that for that's each like night. an actual choice, yeah. And I need to look that up. I wonder if we'll ever hit the point where it's like almost Westworld level of branching storylines where it's like it's so much branching that even the creators are like, I don't know, man. We'll see what happens if you keep making those kind of choices. AI storytelling. I mean, that's like that's like interesting. That's basically like what. How do you quality control that? Yeah. (laughs) What we have sort of now with emerging gameplay. Yeah. Like I would say that like because like a lot of the things like say something in like like I'll have like two examples here. Like one is like Metal Gear Solid 5. Where the game, or like Zelda Breath of the Wild, where you can just like do things and like the gameplay will emerge and your stories emerge from your gameplay. Where it's like, I was, you know, basically battling this Lionel for like two hours and I was just dodging left and right, running through the forest, like barely scraping to survive, grabbing arrows off the ground. Like, dude, those gold Lionels are fucking mean. Yeah, it's and it's like a story, right? Yeah. And then, or something like, you know, where you have like PUBG, where. You basically can like form these crazy stories with you and your friends, and you're like, we were just like, we were basically camping out in this house. It's like fog everywhere, and like I think that the fact that everything is named in PUBG makes it really sort of lends it well to that because it's oh, like, like the, oh, the we were locations? in the school and we were doing this, or <laughs> we were at Pajinki and we were doing that. It's, yeah, yeah. it's basically, I mean, you know closing in gameplay area notwithstanding it's the same map every time yeah Yeah. i mean there's little permutations on that map like oh yeah this thing dropped here instead of here that and which totally changes the characteristic of the map but it's the same map you know it's like yeah so the school or this village in this coordinate system like it's the same thing every time so it really lends itself well to that kind of storytelling for sure yeah um speaking of games that are really good on storytelling Yes. Uh, Pyre, which I had mentioned, is right. really good. I, so I started playing it started recently. Playing it. Yeah, I started playing it, and it's like, it is exactly what it is. It's a visual novel with basketball in between. <laughs> yes. Magic All right. Basketball. And Go on. <laughs> the basketball's kind of weird. It's like, it, it's, it's not bad. It's not really the main point of the game either, in my opinion. Well, it's a visual novel, so. Yeah. But, at, like, the visual novel, like, the characters are really good. Like, mm-hmm. fuck. And you make a lot of, like, hard decisions in that thing Yeah, as well. like, I've only just barely started it, so I haven't gotten to a lot of those, but I can kind of already see, like, oh, no. shit's going to go down. Oh, yeah, there are some really <laughs> tricky things that you learn later on. Yeah. I can't talk about it, obviously, because spoilers, but... Right. Is this the one that uh, we had talked about before where... I, I mentioned this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I remember, because I remember there was also that Penny Arcade comic that I brought up where they're talking mm-hmm. about, like, so it's a basketball game, but where it's, like, magical basketball, but also you have to read a lot. And I th- <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, uh, that is it, For the sports fans out there. That's apt. Right? It is, like, yeah. Like, there's a little bit of the sports part kind of makes me kind of go, like, okay, this is kind of interesting, because it's, like, yeah, I guess they were kind of sports scene. This is weird. And it's, like, oh, I'm about to dunk on you. <laughs> and it's, like, it gets that sort of competitive. Like, I see, like, how, like, the, how... It as a multiplayer game could actually be kind of cool. Like, did anybody they here have multiplayer mode? Yeah. Other than me, play or read seventeen thousand seven hundred seventy-six. Yes, I did. Oh. Man, that was a that was a trip. Uh, so yeah, I was wondering if it's anything like that. But the people who are playing Pyre are, are not, not the not same people it. who read seventeen thousand seven hundred seventy-six. So never definitely, mind. Definitely read seventeen thousand seven hundred seventy-six. What? So it's about it, football it's, in the future. It is, it's ostensibly <laughs> sports writing, I yes. guess, from it's John written... Bois, the mad scientist of SB Nation. Basically, he it's a thing where he's like, "Here's what football could look like." So oh wait, I think I might have read this. Ten thousand years in the future. Yeah, I think I might have read this. You from... probably didn't read the whole thing, so like, no. you would remember yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Told the from thing. the story perspective of no, three stop. Se- <laughs> All you need to know is it's three sentient space probes. And no that's spoilers. Go read it. It's the, the most, best thing ever. About. <laughs> The most normal uh, thing about it. Uh, anyway, definitely. Okay, I'll definitely read this. Maybe on I didn't the subject read this. of weird stuff about sports <laughs> that transcends its genre. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, as for games that I've been playing on sort of thematic, not to Halloween. Happy 
October. Halloween's upcoming, everyone. Shocktober. But uh, also, happy Super Mario Odyssey release. That's coming up soon. Final 27. God. Yep. I'm uh, <laughs> playing through a lot of the old Mario games. Not like the level I was trying to with the Zelda games, because I was just being like, going to get back into some Super Mario 3D World. Mm-hmm. Finally played Super Mario Galaxy a little bit, which is really fun i'm shocked i never played that before yeah it's really good yeah it's really good i mean 3d world is amazing yeah it's it's really good when you kind of think about it like wow so super mario galaxy is the sequel to super mario sunshine yeah i for a sunshine remake yeah Uh, sunshine remake Sunshine is really cool terrible game i i love the world it's sunshine is the kind of thing where i feel like if they made it now it would be amazing but going back and playing it now, you're kind of like all of the design, all of the controls suck. Well, all the design philosophy the f- that Nintendo has built up about their Mario games. There's some great videos about it out there about how it's become like super deliberate, where every level is like this very carefully constructed thing to teach you with it one exact concept, and that's just like not a thing in Sunshine. No, in at Sunshine, all. you're a fucking janitor. <laughs> hey, they could recreate it and, make and you it know, better. and you know what? <laughs> There's a reason that, like, while you look at other Mario games and they've taken things and added them to newer Mario games, you don't see the flood anywhere. Because why? Fuck the flood. <laughs> it might make a little bit of a comeback in Odyssey. We'll see. Oh, n- please, don't don't put that. <laughs> don't put that darkness Listen, on me. Listen, I trust them. I trust them at this point. I, mean, I don't. 3D World <laughs> is so good, man. It's so good. Carla's been hurt before. I uh, know. <laughs> I, I played through that game. I don't want to play through that game <laughs> he again. He does not want to do anything with Sunshine. Hey, I mean, if it's one level with the Flood, though, would that kill you? I would be... I'd just be like, yep, no, fuck it. Fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> wow, I'm, we learned I am literally Carlo going to another world. Carlo has an arch nemesis, the Flood. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this almost aspects from, like, Sunshine Ryan me a lot of Splatoon, though. Like, a lot of, like, the messy Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. that's really what they've sort of done with that. Except is... in Splatoon, you're painting over things, and you're not... You're not cleaning stuff You're up. You're not cleaning shit up. It's more fun this <laughs> and, way. and you don't have to go up the entire map going like, fuck, where's that one little piece? <laughs> I can't complete this star. Yeah. Fuck this shit. Destruction is so much more fun, apparently. Yes. Mm. Um, Always. Yeah. Always. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've been really enjoying that, doing some Super Mario 64, which feels very loose in retrospect, but... Obviously, you know, thinking about the game it was at the time, it's pretty damn revolutionary even still. And it's think funny to, like, go back and play that with, you know, how they do the camera angles and stuff and how they, like, change the camera angles with the push of a button and how that still feels so good for, like, a third-person game. Like, a lot of third-person games still have so much of a problem with a camera. Yeah, like, just- like Super Mario Sunshine. just that one all right (laughs) moving off of that though just from one button push to be like all right this is going to center the camera to forward every single time like that is such a handy thing that even a lot of like big third person games these days don't do and it feels so good every time to just like focus yourself like that so yeah it's really fun to sort of go back see the evolution of mario and I'm very excited for Odyssey. Yeah. I think it's going to be an absolute ton of fun. Yeah. Cool. The only thing that I've been playing that's new since we last talked was I played the first part of Hive Swap. I don't know if you guys heard about that. No, it's I not something have. I'm familiar with. Um, I don't. I haven't. I haven't like actually gone and looked into what it is, but I've heard of it. It's a point-and-click story yeah. adventure, um, and it's sort of loosely based on a webcomic and it's been in development for like a thousand years and I was a fan of the webcomic. Oh yeah, yeah. It was in development for like a billion years. Yeah, there was a whole bunch of drama about like they contracted it out to these people to develop it and then they stole the money and blah, 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 blah. It's fucking crazy. It's like five years later and the first part of the game is finally out and it's just this really cute game with great art and I don't know. It was a lot of fun but it proved to me that I'm an idiot because uh, <laughs> I've I'm not a I've never been a big point and click person, and mm-hmm. so there are just mechanics to games like that that you need to know that I didn't know. That... Like like you you grab everything and click it on everything else. Every yeah. time. Yeah. So welcome to adventure games. Theoretically, yep. I'd clicked everywhere, and then I'd be like, I can't get past this part. I don't know how to do it. And it's like, oh, you didn't click on that one thing right there. And like, with, I fucking, with I fucking clicked everywhere. <laughs> that one thing with this one item. Yes. Uh, and then it also taught me that I'm really bad at snake. 
Ah, I <laughs> oh, see. Oh, is that a subgame in it? Yeah, there's a mini. Uh, there's a mini game where you have to play Snake, dude, and I just fell apart. I emotionally. was so good <laughs> at that like graphing calculator Snake that got passed around in high school. I yeah, don't know. see, I used to be really good at that, but in this one, it was there were two letters and you had to pick the right letter. And so the combination of having to move the snake and find the right letter, I just utterly couldn't oh. do it. I fell apart. It was terrible. That's but it's like a really mess. cute game and the music is great and I highly recommend it. Cool. I also Especially just real- if you like point and clicks and stories. I also yeah. just realized when you were talking about how... Uh wow! I completely just forgot words for a second. That one there. thing with that I one ta- time. No, 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 the thing no. with the stuff and the people. Exactly. <laughs> and no, the hair? When you were talking about they games that were in development hell and just like take forever to come out, I realized I haven't talked to you about games since PAX. So what did you really enjoy at PAX? Oh, yeah. Um. See, the problem is now it's been like a month since PAX. That's and true. It's I been don't remember time. anything that I did. And yeah. everything at PAX was just like a blur. Pa- PAX really PAX was, was a blur. awesome this year. Um, the best thing that I did at PAX was me and some friends played in the Don't Starve Together tournament. Oh, that was one of those, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, and I, we were both in Don't Starve cosplay at the time, and so nice. we, we were like, "Yeah, couldn't play as our characters though; it wouldn't be strategic." But it they was awesome. awesome, though. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, so I played. I played a ton of games. I couldn't name a single one of them. I have like cards and flyers for them all back for the ones that I want to play again. There was some really good stuff this year. I got to play more games this year than I have in the last couple of years for some reason. It's fantastic. Yeah. I'm cool. not good I'm at jealous. games. No. I, I, <laughs> okay. I, I, Just I'm, enjoy them. I'm sadly terrible that is, at That most. is the great thing about games. See, you don't I, need to be I, good at them. There was that sort of uh, Smash clone that we played. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. That was fun. That was a lot of fun, and I lost every single round. <laughs> so, was you know, I thought I was terrible uh, at games. I think that was the... Um, I can't remember the name of it. it. Was the one where you like shot people off the screen? I think oh, was it was it the Switch one? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but no. It's on the Switch. It, we didn't play it on the Switch. Oh though. no no no, that's we right. There was no no no. There was the other one that we played. Yes. Now I'm remembering oh, that fuck. one. Uh, too many games. I can't. remember. I remember you two playing a game. Yeah. I have footage of it somewhere. I still need to there get was that uh, sort of top down game that we played. Yeah, which was interesting. I could. I never figured out how to play the stupid thing. I mean, I was just just hammering a. Yeah, over exactly. And over oh, again, you mean so. that weird like like. Like, it was almost like a gauntlet. Like an almost RPG-ish yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. And it was like, like procedurally generated levels. Blah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Mm, it was I, did, <laughs> I didn't love it. Yeah. I remember not having it was a, I think it was a tiny build did. game. Might have been. Was it? Yeah, it was in that area. The only game that I played that I would actually really like to play was, it was over by Don't Starve, and I don't remember what it was, but it was there, that developer's new game. Where you oh oxygen yeah yeah oxygen yes. not included yeah yes oxygen not included oh yeah that I heard fun. about that yeah that was a lot of fun it's really cute and it's so hard <laughs> it's hard well did you ever uh, get a chance to play the like monster dating sim because I've been hearing more and no more yeah no, that, that's I, mean, the, I really wanted to play it but the line was too long <laughs> hey we could buy it and then we can play it since it's for four people <laughs> live on stream yes. coming to you soon there we go. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, I'm in. Speaking of more games, yes, because like I couldn't think of a good enough segue. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the thing that we're always so, speaking about. Well, speaking speaking of the switch that I brought up. Yeah. So segueing, calling back <laughs> into my bad segue and segueing <laughs> back into that. Uh, I have Too a. Meta for I have, me. Yeah. I picked up. Carlo's three, going to be writing a segue for our next yeah. podcast. <laughs> I picked up uh, three Nindies. Uh, Mister Shifty one, which is one I really oh, like. Mister Shifty is good. Yeah. Oh. That game looks fun but hard. It is. I've I, played it. Yeah, I, I feel like I do better. Be- I can. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit later because um, I want to get to these. My quick reflexes are always uh, bad. Yeah, same. First one I want to <laughs> talk about really is Stardew Valley's now on the fucking Stardew Switch. Valley. Oh man, I'm I'm intimidated. I'm confident I'm the only person on earth who hasn't played that game. Oh dude, it's, okay. it's so no, no, no. I haven't good. played it either, hey! and I'm, it, because I'm terrified of it. I put a hundred hours into the PC. Yeah. I'm I'm scared. I've I'm not s- played it because I hate the graphics. <sighs> Interesting. Do you, do you like the Harvest Love Moon it. games? I've never played a Harvest Moon. Game. Yeah, so like well, that's the thing. Like the, a lot of this that is might like be harder to sell yeah, you on then. this is like scratching <laughs> that harvest. That scratches that Harvest Moon itch like no other. <laughs> and I'm playing it again with like the new maps and stuff, and I'm still loving it. Are but, you yeah. playing it on the Switch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's How is a, it? I I mean I I adore Stardew Valley. So they could add touch controls on the Switch. Caveats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. It is probably of all the ports the worst. That's well, unfortunate. That's um, mostly because all the console ports suck compared to the PC port. Wow. Uh, because it was built for <laughs> PC first. Um, but that's because, like, yeah, as Christine said, no touch controls, which 
made me super confused for like the first like five <laughs> minutes of gameplay where I was trying to tap shit and I was like, "Fuck, it's not working." It's like the they, oh, they just the disabled board. the tap screen. Yeah, they just, it just touch doesn't respond. Yeah. yeah, touch screen. Touch screen. <laughs> um, tap screen. You really just tap, I tap good. Yeah, and like I don't know if this is a artifact of it being programmed in XNA like previously, which is like a not really used or modern way to make games. Uh, but the load, the load times and the save times on the Switch are fucking terrible. No, oh, that's like, unfortunate. Like a save takes a good, I want to say thirty minutes, thirty seconds to forty-five say seconds. Thirty minutes, no, Jesus! No, like thirty <laughs> seconds to forty-five seconds. Uh, that's really unfortunate. Uh, and this is like it's like a screen that you have to. It saves between every single day cycle. No, yeah. so a purposeful design. No, yeah, it's it's yeah. supposed to be. That's how the original game was, and it was fine. But like the load times and the, like. So there, are, there's only really one load time where it's like when you first load the game. The rest of it is the saving, and it's it's kind of rough. Um, I've been powering through that regardless, and I'm still enjoying it. A lot of what the what made Stardew Stardew. It's Harvest Moon, but a lot better. Um, scratches the itch, allows you to customize more, don't date people, et cetera, et cetera. Also, all the all the bachelors and bachelorettes are eusexual. It's great. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are eusexual. Uh. And that's uh, it's just it's just a fun, cute game that I really like, and I'm kind of excited to put more time into it. I really hope they find a solution though for that load time stuff. Yeah, that's so hard because also since he you know did the entire thing himself, it's yeah, kind of like and a multiplayer lot of, like, is supposed to be coming out soon next year, which yeah. is like so he has a lot of work ahead of him. But uh, I, he's a good guy. He's, yeah, I imagine like also nice the I mean being able to take Stardew Valley wherever, whenever is quite a powerful draw for the Switch. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, it is it, the, it It's is actually hyped. tempting me. Yeah. I'm the only non-Switch owner so, here. So, uh... How are you? Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of which, this so this next game no, that I want to talk about is... Though. Has been called this year's Stardew Valley in the sense that it's, like, an indie game, uh, kind of that same graphical style. Uh, but it's, how it's all of a sudden, like, reaching the gaming community by storm is a golf story. Yes. yes, I've seen this one a people lot. People have been talking about it. Yes. I don't Played know a single thing talking. about it. It is other than that people love it. Like and, right? I think one I've of the seen quotes. So many people on the Nintendo subreddit be like, "Play this! Oh my god, I love it!" <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's uh, what I've seen people say. It's like basically if you took Mario Golf, um, and crossed it with an RPG, and okay, you get it. Because you have like stats and everything, and you like gain XP <laughs> uh, and the level new Star up. Star Wars trailer is out. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't see it? I haven't yeah. seen it yet. We'll have to do that <laughs> after. We'll have to do that after. You we saw can... it right before we came. So. Ah. Yeah, um, <laughs> spoilers. Oh, no, just kidding. Um, no, like the cool thing about Golf Story is like this game where it's like basically you go around and you want to become like a pro golfer, and you just like it's like this sort of weird overworld. It's very earthbound like in its art. Um, and you just kind of go and complete quests. And it's like the, the humor is like there and it's very quirky and it's quirky in a good way. It's not like, okay. it's not like, oh, this is so stupid. It's like, oh, I can see what they're making fun of here. And it's like, oh, that's cute. It's like, it's, it's amusing in ways that I think are actually really lend its uh, art style very well. Cool. Well, um, is it kind of like a lot of those kind of games that have that style I think there was a game called like Punch Club or something. Yeah, that was yeah. Sort of similar. Uh, is that kind of similar, like pixel, like yeah. almost Final Fantasy? No, style it's it's or? kind of more like definitely more like Stardew Valley or like okay. a well, Earthbound. It's like, it's, like, it's, like it's a little yes. higher quality Fair than, enough. than like Punch Club was. Yeah, like the yeah, like I know for uh, Stardew Valley is literally supposed to be kind of like a modern like SNES. Yeah, game. yeah, it's like yeah. it's SNES but with more colors. Okay, sure. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it's like it's kind of cool because you can kind of like just drop a golf ball anywhere and then golf, and it's like that three-point golf click where you like click, set the power, and then set like the direction, and you can also add like spin on it and stuff like that. Um, and depending on people. how you get the ball, <laughs> and you can hit people, and they go like, "What's the, the most fuck, important bro? thing of a golf game?" Um, and yeah, it's it's actually like I'm actually liking it a lot. Like I'm surprisingly liking it a lot. Like it's a it's just a weird golf game, and like your character though is kind of a douchebag. Like the, the <laughs> well, way he's that hitting people with golf balls and just well, like one of one of the, one of the like <laughs> one of the beginning story beats is like so basically like you're you're you it starts off as you as a kid like or the cutscene does 
and you were like supposed to be this golf prodigy and your dad was like teaching you or whatever right and it turns out like 20 years later you're not a golf prodigy and you basically you wake up suck you suck basically <laughs> and you're like you know what i'm gonna start golfing again and then your then your ex-girlfriend calls you up and says like we just broke up and like <laughs> Take your boxes, you fucking asshole. He's like, you're like, no, fuck you. I want to golf. And she's like, you're fucking golfing again? He's like, yeah, I'm going to golf. Fuck you. And, like, hangs up and then, like, he starts to go golf. All right. It's if there so isn't actual dumb. swearing in this game after that description, I'm going to be very disappointed. There's no. Oh, no. Carlo, you heard it. <laughs> I have. A, I just swear. You've ruined it, it for happens. all of us. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, that's that's uh, of the Switch games I'm playing. And then. Oh my god, the list keeps going on. Uh, <laughs> Absolver and all night. is another weird fighting game that I've been playing that is super cool and I think everyone should check out if they have the chance. Alright, cool. Well, at some point we have to start talking about things that aren't the games we're playing right now. <laughs> we're going to talk about games we also, will play. Or at least the games that Carlo is playing yeah, right, right? now. I, I can go on. Uh, so, yeah... Carlo, did you have another thing uh, that was coming up? I would, but I do want to talk about our other topic first. Yes, let's right. do because this. I just want to get it. it. We're let's just gonna get it right. Get going. Going. Just gotta get it out of the way. Let's get going on this. Absolutely, it's the low-hanging fruit. It's what everyone's talking about. Let's talk about Wolfenstein. <laughs> yep. Talk about the least controversial thing that, that has suddenly somehow be- become a controversy. Some, it, I, don't, yeah. I almost suspect that it's not really a controversy. Well, okay. But well, so, here's so, the okay, fun okay, fact okay, is that real-life Nazis have been yeah. the best publicity for a game basically of all time. Yeah. Let, let, let's just, Congratulations, let's just, let, let's Bethesda. Just, like, let's at least put out what started this whole thing. Yes, Because I think this is, like, this is fair. So, like, Wolfenstein aside... Like, Wolfenstein's always been about killing Nazis. Yeah, it's always been about be killing Nazis. Video yeah. games have been about killing Nazis. Like, yeah. <laughs> so what sparked all of this was um, a tweet by Bethesda or by the Wolfenstein team, Wolfenstein marketing team, ostensibly, um, did a Make America Nazi Free Again. It, it started before they did that. No, though. no, no. Well, but but that's that was like from what I've at least so I I've been kind of trying to follow it to try yeah. get a better understanding of what's been going on because this is some a discussion that we've actually I've actually had yeah. with people. Sure, people work and were low key upset about it for a while, but that tweet yeah. definitely kicked it off. Well, like people were low key at upset at a, for it a, for a while, like and it was there, but like that tweet allowed kind of you would say allowed them gave them a way to argue it without necessarily arguing the point, which is something that you see a lot. With the sort of, uh, with like the alt right. I mean, that's like, what it is. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, like it is part of partially the alt right, but it's also like there are people out there that are just being vocal assholes about it. Regardless, and it's not right? just that. It's that it's been a thing in negative media towards gaming stuff for a long time, where you're not arguing. You have to argue from it sideways because your arguments are shitty. Like it was Gamergate. Every single time that there's been gamers who are douchebags yeah. about gaming stuff, they always it's yeah, like like, like yeah, like I'm not. I'm not like necessarily trying to defend them, but I'm also trying to say like it's not as it's not going to be like yeah like I think that there are Nazis that are offended by this and that's fucking stupid. But then there are like people that are like, oh, like I'm gonna take this Nazi thing and assume that you're making this a politically a charged attack. So it's like even though, and like because I'm an asshole, like I'm just gonna take that at face value and argue on that, and then it devolves into this like terrible conversation because twitter is a terrible platform to make yeah statements twitter on. is pretty much the worst because it's the all it's, it, well, no, the i mean no i mean point. like twitter lends itself to like the one-liners yeah that is very like, true oh i'm gonna quip at you and you're gonna quip at me back and we're then gonna retweet each other and then, and someone's then we're gonna, gonna, tweet storm. i'm gonna have a tweet storm this is part one out of 273 <laughs> and you're just like god shut the fuck up get 240 characters already so you can have less posts yeah. Ugh, God, Ugh, just a mess. No, yeah, but um, I think that the whole, like the whole thing about, like yeah, like the whole the whole thing that about, about to be offending offended about what Wolfenstein is, and to say that Wolfenstein is, is making a political is statement. making or like the game <laughs> itself is being is a political statement. I don't know if I said right this earlier. Now. The first game came out nineteen eighty one. No, no, it yeah, it's about killing Nazis. It's <laughs> it's always been about killing Nazis. Yeah. And you even look at something like the like you take a look at the New Blood, right? Which is the uh, or no, not is it? So this one is the what it was. This one called this is the something uh, order. No, New World maybe the New World. 
It sounds. I think it's it's either the New Order or the New World. The New Order. It might be New Order. What was the original one? It was like Wolfenstein the. Something uh, was, no. I feel like it was just like a standard beginning title, like Wolfenstein: The Awakening or something. Yeah, but I, I'm because I, I know the old blood was the prequel, and that's the one yeah. I keep on going back to. But like the original Wolfen, like the original rebooted Wolfenstein, there wasn't really an issue without it, and it wasn't really as much a reboot as like, oh, this is a sequel. We're gonna fast forward. Turns out we lost against the Nazis. It's the new Colossus is the title. So of the, the new game. Colossus is the, is the new one, and, and the, the first the one new, was the, the, the new, new order. order. Was the order. First okay, of the reboot. So it's like. You you're still the same guy. You're still BJ, and it's like you're still killing Nazis. And yeah. like for and anyone that's like offended by the fact that you're killing Nazis, especially in this fictitious world that is explicitly designed to say you are killing people. You're essentially killing the people that have come from the Nazi movement because we we lost World War Two in this world. Like yeah. there's no if ands or buts about whether these are nazis or supposed to be some I mean, sort of they some have like, the swastika on their no 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 crazy like, body like armor. there's there's Game no question awesome. there's no question that like these aren't like even as you try as might it's not these aren't necessarily a corollary to the people like the people that you see like for trump and stuff like that it's like no this in this world these are actually nazis because the nazis won go fucking figure yeah and also I'm what kind uh, of world would we be in if those Nazis won? Boy, You're I have killing a, those people. Boy, I have a lot of opinions about like the actual Nazis that are currently walking the streets and stuff. Uh, but you know, I will save that for not a video game podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we've all made our opinions on this sort of thing pretty clear. Yeah. And mm. the whole thing really makes me want to play Wolfenstein. Yeah, it really like, does. I mean, I'm ended looking up being, at trailers I mean, and to be stuff honest, for a game that I usually would never even look to at. Be honest, it looks amazing. Uh, I wanted to play <laughs> no, Wolfenstein before. Yeah. yeah, I did. I'm just going to point out that like when I first saw that trailer at fucking E3, I fucking flipped my shit. Yeah, it looks really fun. It's But it was the kind of thing you where I was like... fucking take an acid trip. Yeah, it was the kind of thing where I was like, oh, this looks pretty fun. And then now I'm just like, it's the thing where I'm like, well, now I especially want to play <laughs> yeah, it exactly. it just to you make off so you much. sad little snowflakes who get offended about everything mad. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we were the snowflakes. Oh, it's that they were the snowflakes the whole on the other time. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, like it's... It, like, really when you look at it, like, it's it's pretty cut and dry. Like, yeah. t- try as you might. Like, look, a, the it's, game it's has just been about in Nazis. development for, like, eight years. This isn't a, it's been a plot point that's been coming since and, and the like, game and was like the fact that, And the fact that, like, yeah. now, now to say that whether there was, whether I mean, there was. Uh, such a surprise. <laughs> this is such a political yeah. statement. <laughs> to be fair, the marketing team could have not necessarily gone with and that miss out on all with this that free PR. publicity no yeah i mean <laughs> yeah. from a pr and marketing standpoint you're fucking golden like this is what you wanted you wanted people talking about this shit because now people are gonna like hate burn copies of your game and you're gonna yeah. get profits from it uh <laughs> well, but, I also, I also, but like oh sorry Go but ahead. like it's like yeah like it's it, it's it's really because of like the way that it, it would have been portrayed and i can see how how people again not necessarily nazis but people of different political beliefs could be saying like hey why are you you know trying to make this about me and sure it's very reactionary and i would like to say to those people that do feel offended by that to kind of like take a step back and not necessarily look at this with an emotional standpoint and say like look these are this is how the game has been portrayed and this is what the plot of the game is and like to to take a look at that and not just necessarily look at the tweets and look at the marketing and look, kind of look at what the game actually is. Absolutely. And you can kind of see it's like, you know what? No, this is not this is not necessarily attacking anything bad or trying to be a political statement. It's, it's a fucking game. Yeah. I, I mean, it, while I understand that maybe it may not have been the marketing team's best move to literally take the Trump slogan and sort of convert it. Yeah. And I understand why some people might convey that as like they're calling all trump supporters nazis i get that but it's also the kind of thing where it's like that is for better or worse a cultural statement like that whole thing has become part of the cultural lexicon and it's going to be used in many many different ways i mean to be fair hideo kojima did it first yeah he did yes (laughs) fucking metal gear rising coming out of nowhere absolutely whenever it can reference to the okajima no um no yeah no you're you're definitely uh completely right on that like it is a it is a quote that is going to be riffed upon in various different ways forever because it is a it is now like a 
it's like a, it's like it or not, it is a cultural touchstone for better or worse. I mean, you know, I I certainly don't have a lot of positive opinions about the current administration, but I mean, I can't deny that. Do you have one? Uh, yeah, me neither. No. <laughs> but let's uh, aside from that. It's uh, whether yeah, I, I don't got anything. Whether I'm trying you know, really hard to whether I like it or not. It's it's hard to deny that you know, make America great again isn't just like part of the standard cultural lexicon. And if you're you need to be ready at this point for it to be riffed on. I mean, to be fair, it is a. Yeah, I guess like in today's like very global society, but it is a very American. Yeah, it is point, and it's you know, it, be ready for that more. I suspect that this is probably not the last controversy we're going to talk about regarding that. Yeah, I suspect that there will be many more as other game dev. I'm sure Far Cry Five will do something <laughs> yeah. about that. I'm sure that's going to be will. a fun time. Well, yeah. so uh, I think we should move on from this topic. Yeah. So, but what, before we do, I just want to read this uh, quote from. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> One last uh, quote. It better not be from Twitter. No, it's from the. Oh, it's a statement God. from the Bethesda marketing guy, and I just thought it was really funny. Go for it. Uh, oh, wait, actually, the, before you before you do that, did you see fucking GameSpot's review of Wolfenstein Two, or like thing about the history of Wolfenstein, where they said mm-hmm. the first Wolfenstein, a game about killing Nazis, yeah. followed by the second Wolfenstein, a game about <laughs> killing yes, Nazis. I did see that. <laughs> like it's just like I was like, oh, that's that, uh, that like that's just funny. Fuck. It is. I can't. Uh, It's basically in response to the fact this game has been in development for a long time. Uh, At the time, none of us expected that the game would be seen as a comment on current issues, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, see, that's the really funny thing as well uh, about this kind of thing. Like, obviously, it's much more overt with, uh, with Wolfenstein, but I remember there was the whole controversy with Rogue One where they're like, there's all these scenes where they're trying to connect the Empire to Trump. It's like, they're they're anti-Empire scenes. You're the one who's, like, connecting, like... It's like if you're believing that Darth Vader or the Emperor equals Trump, I'm I'm not sure where you're seeing the disconnect here. I think you need to take a step back in time about 20 years and look at the first movie (laughs) of this series. Uh, On a sort of related note, an author I really like came out with a book about a less than a year ago called the collapsing empire and everyone's comments are like oh it's so topical blah 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 and he's like i wrote this book like eight years ago and i'm just publishing it now yeah <laughs> yeah um you can make find meaning in absolutely anything I yeah think like, i mean yes, it's very easy to just like again it's very easy to just come up with shit and react to it emotionally yeah speaking of things that are controversial hey, moving segues. forward going along <laughs> uh so this is kind of wanting to touch on Something that starts in a somewhat nicer area and could then get into the more controversial area part of it, just because due to a certain situation that happened. Controversial um, podcast. But yeah, we're getting uh, we're getting deep today. So I want to ask the question about in today's day and age, when we start, when we in a game where Twitch is such a big thing, YouTube is such a thing, Let's Plays are such a big thing, and we have a lot more of these games that are very story driven, like uh, Tacoma, Gone Home. Firewatch. Sure. Um, how much of a game should a person be allowed to stream online as share? Because for uh, games that are very strictly content meant to be experienced, like very similar to, say, a movie or a TV show, right? Um, how much of that game should kind of be put forth in that sort of like let's play sense or the Twitch sense? Like how much of it should you be allowed to stream? Because like, you look and... There are a lot of way interesting ways that like the industry right has responded to this. Like you look at the Persona Five stuff, where they say you can only stream certain things up to a certain day, and like that restriction has actually not been enforced. Yeah. And then, um, you yeah you just kind of look at like people like developers complaining like, hey, I don't want my game being streamed, or like if you're gonna stream it, can you only stream like the first hour because I don't want them to spoil the story, and like that hour is like literally two-thirds of my game yeah mm-hmm. well well to start out I, th- I think it's one of those hmm i think it's one of those interesting things where on one hand yeah i i, I totally see that a game sort of meant to be experienced by a person playing it and if you are experiencing a game through someone else playing it you're losing something it may not be much i that mean you're yeah losing, you're, you're but kind you're of losing like, something you do lose like the sense of control the sense of like choice especially for a game that is very reliant on choices. Yeah, I, and, I, and I totally see that. I, on the other hand, though, there's 
nothing forcing a person to watch a stream. There's nothing forcing a person to watch a let's play. If you don't want to be spoiled, don't watch. Well, but but that's yeah. not that's not really the argument here. No, right? no, 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 no. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Uh, but it's and you know it, I wonder how much how many of those people would have played the game right. in the first place? It's the kind of thing where it's like, if somebody were, like, if a fan, for example, were to be like, well, I was going to play this, and now I'm not going to experience it in that way, it's like, well, you didn't have to watch the stream. You didn't have to watch the Let's Play. So, I mean, like, it, I kind of see a yeah. bit of where everyone's coming from there, but I don't know. I, I mean, mean, more yeah. towards you, you, fewer people. You'll probably get more people to actually check it out. Speaking as a person who doesn't have a lot of time to play games, but I watch a lot of people play games, um, I am not going to experience that content unless someone's doing it. Sure. Um, yeah. So if a game but, developer yeah. wants me to see their game, uh, I'm going to watch somebody else play it. Yeah. I'm probably not going to have time to play it myself. So I can understand why it would be frustrating for a developer to be like, oh, that person is just going to watch it and they're not going to play it. I wasn't going to play it. And I think there's a lot of people who are like me where I can put it on a second screen while I'm at work and watch it halfway. You can't do that while you're playing. Yeah. It has to have and, your whole attention. And there, and there are even games where like I have watched somebody play through it and I have bought the game afterward. That is, yes, I'm going to be same. clear yeah. that that is more than likely a minority, a very, very small minority of people. But I think um, I, don't, I don't actually think well, no, that no, that's true. Depends I, but, on the game. Depends no, but on the I mean, game. I mean, for, I mean regardless... For, for story-based games, I think that's probably somewhat yeah. minority, but... I would definitely say it's a minority. It's not It's not a lot of people are necessarily, like, paying afterwards. Just like, okay, I'm, I'm willing to support the developer in that way. But at the same time, it's like the same piracy argument where they have done studies where people that have pirated media or content are more prone to, in the future, once they have the resources, to are more to it. pay for it. Like, yeah. And because most, guess what? Turns out most of the people pirated and shit are like 14. Yeah. yeah. Why? Because I was fucking 14 and pirated and shit. Yeah, because we yeah. had no money. And now my Steam account has like over $5,000 worth of games in because I'm a <laughs> fucking addict. Because well, I, I could play as many free games as I wanted when I pirated them, and now I got to buy them because I have a moral you know, conscience. Yeah, I, I, I have another example, though. So, like, you know, a very famous example of, like, Let's Plays for games I would never play, but now would probably actually give money to them still, is Five Nights at Freddy's, in which they sure. have I don't know if I'd so give them much money. merchandise. There are so many people who love, like, the characters from that who would now be paying for these objects in addition to just yeah. watching the streams without necessarily buying the I just the hate game. how they, like, added, like, seven more of them immediately <laughs> i'm just slightly annoyed with that yeah no I mean, but just saying though like that you know that's also another example of where like the let's play absolutely like no yeah like yeah every like way. it blew it made it blow up i mean overcooked is what happened for me like i bought overcooked because i watched a number of different groups playing it and just it looked like so much fun but I mean, it it gets almost to the point where what? But that's like that's like again, it's like a local multiplayer game exactly. Versus... It's the kind of thing where also I feel like it almost gets to the point of like a lot of what we've been talking about has been monetary arguments for like that, yeah. and it's like if you're trying to think of the game as an artistic statement, which you know pretentious as that may be or not, uh. It might hurt that a bit. It might hurt your... Like, you want people to experience your art in the way you want them to, obviously. I mean, but also it's... I feel like it's a little arrogant of an artist in general, be whatever media you may choose, to expect your audience to experience your art in the way you expect. You know? That's just not how art works. People are going to come yeah. out art from a different way. Yeah, it makes sense from a, yeah, from an like, experience perspective. It's like, it's very hard. And I think as, um, from what I've seen from game developers, it is a lot more pronounced in the Japanese game sure. industry. Yeah. Where the Japanese game industry has a very controlled viewpoint of how you should experience something. Like, yes. For example, like that's why Nintendo, you would argue, is very litigious when it comes to breath of the wild nintendo being is played on pc nintendo is aggressive about like any sort of like streaming certain games for nintendo yeah. is like out off limits for the longest time you couldn't play like you couldn't do a let's play of a nintendo game without getting yeah. like massive ad penalties so most people just didn't do it and then like even on top of that like if you wanted to stream a 3ds game you had to do some real fucked up shit yep you had to like mod your your 3ds to get that video content and uh yeah, you look at something like Atlas, where Atlas Japan put out that Persona 5 stuff and said, like, we want players to experience this in a certain way because spoilers or blah, blah, blah. But it was, like, really, 
it's a they have a very controlled way of how you experience a game. It even shows in in some of their controls where you see like control like different settings for Japanese games are a lot more bare bones compared to like some like games like some Western games where you have like seventeen thousand options. Yeah, I, I think that definitely you know I didn't really thought of Nintendo's moderately controlling effort on a lot of its games in that way before but that that really does make sense like when i think about it it's definitely uh, and you know i i don't i can't claim to know enough about japanese culture to know why this is but it does seem like they want to control how people access their games and how people experience experience them more so than the western developers and like i said i I can't really speak to why that is i don't know enough about like whatever cultural difference may be happening there yeah and then the thing is is like I'm my my opinion on the matter is more or less that I do support the fact that if you want to let's play it, let's play it. We do it. It's like we the, the, it's hard because like we live in such a service driven industry, um, or uh, now where all there are a lot of games are more games as services and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but it's like <coughs> if you like for me personally, if I want to know, I buy a game. I would rather see an hour of gameplay content, just straight gameplay content right then i would reading a review because like half the time the review doesn't very accurately convey what i really am looking for in a game um like i personally got it around it because i have certain gaming critics that i agree with and i know i agree with personally and that's come over time and experience and i tend to listen to those critics but at the same time like watching an hour 30 or even just 30 minutes of a game is enough to tell me whether I want to play it or not. Absolutely. Yeah. Then again, also another flip side for a lot of, like, the big streamers, like, a lot of people literally just want to watch these people because they think they're hilarious, and so they just want to yeah, watch it's whatever Yeah, it's a very personality-driven industry streaming. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, streaming, let's playing, whatever. I mean, you know, you think about a lot of the big organizations, people talk about, like, I remember reading articles where they'd be like, Honestly, the thing it's closest to is more like car talk, if that the old NPR show where people would tune in and be like, they don't know shit about cars, and they're not ever going to really care that much about cars. They're tuning in for like the personality, yeah. the entertainment value within that. Like people, yeah. Like I, I, I can, I can see that. That's interesting. Yeah. and there's like, uh, there are actually like very much debates for like a lot of like creative artistic things when it comes to like someone interpreting it in a sense you could almost view certain let's plays by people who like really comment on it as a form of kind of processing the art in a different way so yeah. that's kind of a little bit different but yeah i will say like you know i personally don't watch any let's plays streams whatever of a game i plan on playing until i've played it I mean, it's a similar thing where I don't read reviews of a movie I know I'm going to see until I've seen it. And, you know, that's because I know that's just how I like to experience stuff is, like, as empty as possible. I don't want to know much about it. Like, if it's a thing where I'm like, oh, I'm not sure, I'll check, like, the Metacritic, Rotten Tomatoes, whatever bullshit Mm -hmm. score, and then be like, okay, cool. And then, but not read any of the comments because I have found that, you know, even that commentary, whatever affects my perception of the movie the art the book whatever and i i like coming at it cold because of that um a friend of mine won't watch a trailer for a movie he knows he's going to watch yeah i I mean i mean we have i have friends like that i have a friend that's very very adamant about spoilers too too much of my trolling of him (laughs) (laughs) it's so interesting because i actually think it increases my enjoyment to see somebody experience it first like um, inside is a which game is, that which is like I... something that I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily get. Yeah, for because I know a lot of people that are like that. Like I get more enjoyment from knowing that I'm going to enjoy this. Yes, so I watched the entirety of Inside before I bought and played that game for myself. Um, and having experienced it once before, it really increased my enjoyment of it because I was like, oh, I'm coming up on that part that I really liked. <laughs> or like, oh, I'm going to see that thing that I thought was so tricky when they did it before. And it helps me be excited about it and look forward to it. Yeah. Um, so I think there's just – when developers say, like, I don't want people to do this, that, and the other thing with my game, it's ignoring people who that's going to really increase their enjoyment of it. Absolutely. I mean, you know, there's also, in fairness as well – uh, I often will not watch something, particularly a Let's Play of a game that I've already played, because if somebody gets to a puzzle 
and they're really struggling with it and it was something that I didn't struggle with so much, that can be intensely frustrating. Yeah. Um, that's what the, uh, the you skip, skip button yeah, is that, for. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that that's my personal thing. And uh, But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think from a very, like, artistic perspective, it makes... I think it's it's fair. Yeah, it makes total sense. End. The money to per- Terry's perspective is kind of where things do get dicey, especially for uh, independent developers, and I can see why. Yep, that becomes a pain point. Um, that said, I feel like again, it seems very similar to piracy. Uh, the benefits over the long term outweigh the. Uh, consequences yeah I, i'd hope so i feel like we're also sort of at a stage where it, it's healthier for the industry as a whole i uh, would argue i think that's 100 percent true which i i think we're what i was saying about like individual developers though it's we're almost in like too early to tell stage with some of that like some of the the games that get like popularly streamed for a little bit and then you know it seems like off sometimes fall off yeah because like, like, and you see they're like i want to say that like story-driven games like you know like Tacoma or Gone Home yeah I remember I really until Dawn was of. until Dawn was like a really big one for a while where I'd go to yeah. Twitch and like everyone would be streaming until Dawn. But the thing is like there were like a lot of a lot of like the yeah and there's like a lot of like a and perhaps this is a very strange thing to people that are not of this generation but it's like you watching a stream with a influencer yeah is like I hate experience. that term. It's but... like we're not an influ- influencer because like no 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 there, there, no 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 because there are term there are influencers, but that's not necessarily the people I'm talking about. Because I think there are people out there that are not necessarily influencers, but still do streaming. And sure. while they do the sense of influencing, they're not being paid to influence people, which yeah. is like the big difference. Yeah. Um. But like basically, someone saying like, "Hey, like I want to stream this game," and me as a viewer wanting to share that experience with that specific streamer, I think is something that is, um very important now yeah it's a lot more powerful than i think we're willing to admit yes you know because like yeah because a lot of a lot of being able to share an experience with another play person regardless of whether they're there or not and just being able to go through those steps or play the game the way that they felt it it does bring that sort of connection it does you can kind of get into the whole thing where it's like it kind of fucks up the way that we interact with people because then like you get into you get people that like you get people that are like literally caring more about the personalities yeah and like thinking that like hey I'm like their best friend and it gets into creepy stalker tips like places but Ab- absolutely yeah but <laughs> all that said it's like I think that that connection again the reason it bre- it brings those things up it's because it's a very powerful connection yeah and, and that I think definitely that's a thing that kind of speaks across all levels of you know the current technology technological environment uh that you know seems like our generation fundamentally it's like there a lot of people are like oh it's such a lonely generation we don't want social interaction when it's like no we really want more it's or seems. rather you uh, just don't understand our, how our happens our social yeah. inter-